Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Bearing on OffTheHookSports.com, your home for real news, real opinions, and what really matters about Tennessee athletics. The Off The Hook Podcast at OffTheHookSports.com or Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, or wherever you go for your favorite podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, iHeart. Like, share, follow, subscribe. Off The Hook with Dave Hooker starts now. Here we go. We're off and rolling, and we have a monstrous show today. Greg Biggins will join us from 24-7. He's their national recruiting analyst, and he also is as close to Nico Iamuleava. I practiced with him, and um, he will uh, give us a breakdown of how much recruiting Nico is doing in front of this huge, huge, monstrous recruiting weekend. So Greg Biggins is tied in. With, uh, with Nico's anybody out there. So I want to remind you, follow us on uh, YouTube. You can subscribe there for free sneak peeks. Always turn your notifications on because we've got four or five pieces of content coming down a day. I don't care if you're on Spotify, Apple, whatever. Please turn your notifications on and we're here every day. So looking forward to that. We'll be streaming soon. We've got some big time plans coming up we're excited about. So good morning, Amanda. How are you? Good morning. I'm doing well. How are you? I'm well. Ethan, how are you? I'm good. I'm a little tiny bit under the weather, but I'm ready to go. Yeah, my son has COVID, so mm. we're, we're I don't think it's that. <laughs> I think we're safe there. But gosh, can you imagine if we could uh, catch COVID via uh, streaming and Zoom calls and <laughs> talk? That would be terrifying. Bad Everybody in the world would have it. Yeah, let's <laughs> go too. Uh, let's go to some news of the day before we get to the list of official visitors that Tennessee is expecting this weekend. It's brought to you by our friends at Craft Treats. Go to crafttreats.com. Full spectrum CBD treat. So it contains minor cannabinoids that release the benefits of CBD. Perfect for your pet that might have car ride anxiety or that could also have storm anxiety like uh, my pet. So Amanda's checked it out. It definitely works. I saw her dog nice and relaxed, which is what we're looking for. And 
it's great for older dogs with maybe arthritis. So let's get to a couple of things before we get to the big list of recruiting. Also, we have the NBA draft tonight. So let's start with some important dates on Tennessee's schedule, Ethan, that came out and we had up uh, in terms of uh, homecoming and, and all that good stuff. So what can you tell us about the upcoming dates on Tennessee's football schedule? Yeah, so Tennessee homecoming is going to be against a non-Power 5 opponent this year. That was such a terrible idea last year for Tennessee to play Georgia. Um, It was, I believe, the first time since 2013 that Tennessee had played a Power 5 opponent in their homecoming game, and they lost both of them. They lost to Auburn in 2013. This season, it's against UT Martin. That's going to be on October 22nd. Um, that'll be homecoming, much easier opponent, obviously against an in-state kind of flagship school. And then salute to service day and senior day will be against Missouri. And that's going to be November 12th. All right. Uh, so good stuff. Yeah. You don't want Georgia as a homecoming opponent. I'm not sure whose idea that was, but. I mean, they, they got to be thinking about some things. Or, the, or maybe it was like Dave Hart, and he was really optimistic. Like, oh, we're going to be crushing so. Georgia at this point. Yeah. Uh, how about I that think it 20... was an SEC thing because Alabama had Tennessee as their homecoming, and that's never – that's, like, not a no. thing. Yeah. No, and Tennessee was Alabama's homecoming. So maybe it was just a SEC scheduling thing. Maybe they, they set the homecoming and they mixed up the dates. I don't know because that didn't happen. I've never seen that happen. I could be wrong, but I think there was a lot of away games at the end of the season last season, and that's usually when they try and do homecoming. So maybe that had something to do with it. I have no idea. you got to be able to find something else, in my opinion. How about this? So that it's an SEC game. Every team gets a surefire win because they play Vanderbilt every year. That's their homecoming. I think that would be a great idea. (laughs) So rude. Vanderbilt, Missouri. (laughs) I mean, Amanda immediately with a devilish grin throwing shade (laughs) at Vanderbilt. Hey, they're smart. They're going to make more money than us. This is all we got. Um, So, and then the, the live tour, uh, if we talk a little bit of golf before we get to that visit list, just imagine if the NBA or the NFL was just going to go away because that is what may happen with the PGA tour. I mean, literally think about it. This live tour, um, this live golf invitational series is backed by Saudi Arabia. Um, A lot of the people that are funding this have been involved in all kinds of human rights issues. I'm, I'm not a fan of it whatsoever, but then you have the PGA, the latest development, is the PGA commissioner comes out of the news conference before the travelers and essentially said that if this is an arms race, and this is a quote, and if the only weapons here are dollar bills, the PGA tour can't compete. That's just basically Amanda saying that, hey, kids, if they keep throwing this kind of money around, we're out. So then I I don't think that. I don't think that's what they're saying. I think that's what the commissioner's saying. I mean, I, I, I mean, they could be that the, they literally. Okay, let's let's say they don't go away, but could they turn into the minor leagues of golf? No, I think what they're doing is basically calling out the golfers that are leaving, and they're saying, okay, well, they're not doing it for the love of the game. Obviously, they're doing it for money, and so if all this is going to be about is money, 
then we're just, we're not going to make it. And I think it's giving um, the public a little bit better understanding of which golfers are out there for the money and which golfers are out there because they love the game. You have people like Rory McIlroy and you have Tiger Woods and you have Justin Thomas standing up and saying, this is wrong. I, I, I do not agree with this. I don't, you know, I'm not going to uh, go to that, to the LIV or live tour or whatever it is. I'm not going to do that because I, I think it's wrong and they're taking a moral stance on it. And then you have other golfers like Shambo and Kepka and, you know, Phil was the first one to, to go over there. John Rahm. I mean, there's other, there's other golfers from other countries, but at the end of the day, what the PGA I think is doing is pointing out like, Hey, these guys are taking shady money. And if we have to do that, if that's what it comes down to, like all the golfers are going for the money, then we're not going to make it. If the love of the game is secondary, then we're not going to make it. Well, yeah, I mean, but you look at the majors that would still remain as the big United States in nation, in state events and the masters on is on its own. I mean, they're not really associated with the PGA. Uh, the U.S. Open is on its own. So you have the PGA Championship, and then you have, which is, the, in my opinion, the least of the four majors. And then you have the British Open. I just don't know. Listen, I want everything to turn out right and the live tour not make it emotionally. But when I look at the dollars and cents of it, I'm having trouble figuring out how it how it works. So. Let's get to a poll question brought to you today by Big Orange Phillies. Uh, at Big Orange Phillies, they've got the quick bites if you're listening around lunch. They've got quality food fast. You can grab something cold from the fridge or order, order hot food from the counter. Casual shouldn't mean stale. Great taste is the name of the game, and they're doing that at Big Orange Phillies. So go ahead and stay a while with Darts, Billiards, Live Entertainment, and Karaoke. Ethan Stone, our poll question today brought to you by Big Orange Phillies is? You said that we were going to use that one you said yesterday. The about, Okay. Uh, okay. Is it Pat Summit? I can't remember. I'm going to be 100% honest. I, I said. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, what are, how about what are fair expectations for Kelly Harper? Yeah. Um, let's say one championship, let's say multiple championships, and then let's say Pat Summit like. Mm, okay. So Pat Summit, the reason I'm using like instead of what she won seven titles. Um, yeah. Seven The reason I'm using like, I want to say eight for some reason, but. The reason I want to use like is because I mean that if you're in the five or six range, that's like I mean that's you're you're in that sort of ballpark from a championship perspective. So let's go with that. Let's start okay. with Amanda. Kelly Harper will win a championship, multiple championships. Let's just go three or more to make it simple, or three or more even. Let's so just should I do up. the question as how many championships will? Kelly Harper win, or what do you expect from Kelly Harper? Ooh, I like what do you expect? One, okay. two, three, or more. Okay. Love it. Love it. Amanda, what should Tennessee fans expect from Kelly Harper? One, two, three, or more. I think they should be happy with one. And the game's changed so much. I think that you can't expect a coach, especially in, you know, 
basketball period college basketball but women's college basketball you can't expect a coach just to be dominant anymore it just doesn't happen it's it's changed the game's changed well there are more teams going in the ncaa tournament that can win we talked about that yesterday than Mm -hmm. ever before uh in in the women's side i'm gonna go two because of the facilities um and all the support that the lady balls get there's probably only you know, 15, 20 schools that get that. And I think there are 15 or 20 schools, probably on average, more like 10, probably eight to 10 that could actually win the NCAA tournament. So if she coaches a long time at Tennessee, I feel like that she should get two. That would be my expectations. And she's recruiting well. Ethan, what do you think are fair expectations in our poll question brought to you by Big Orange Philly? I agree with Amanda. I think it kind of makes it hard to judge because of how great and how dominant Pat Summit was. But I'd say one. If, if Kelly Harper can get one the way that college basketball is going right now with Stanford, with Connecticut, South Carolina, what, you know, obviously Don Wilson is doing over there, uh, that would be incredible if Kelly Harper could get one by the end of her tenure. I definitely wouldn't look back at her tenure and say it was a disaster if it was one. I, I certainly wouldn't. I mean, you would never say that. Uh, if she coached 15 years at Tennessee, which I think there's a, a real chance of that, given her ties and given her ability, I, I would be a, I would be surprised if she didn't win two. If she coaches uh, 15 years. Let's talk recruiting. Now we're going to get to the list of Tennessee's prospects that will be in town this weekend and it's brought to you by our friends at Zool Beer Company downtown. It is awesome, Amanda, with a panoramic view. It used to be a VW dealership. By the way, I saw somebody with a VW tattoo on their back recently. <laughs> what? Strangest tattoo. And like somebody came up to me at the pool and said, uh, hey man, uh, does that dude have a VW tattoo? And I said, surely not. And I, I like made this weird walk around the pool to see. Sure enough, he has a VW tattoo right between his shoulder blades. He loves Volkswagen. That well, or he lost a bet. That's fair. Well, if I was going to get a beer company a logo <laughs> tattooed on me, it would be Zool Beer. Amanda, we can make a bet on that. You know, bet on the Tennessee-Alabama game. Loser gets a Zool beer tattoo. Yeah, uh, just I mean, tell me I, what's good. Yeah. Tell me what's uh, tell me what's going on. It's so... So, uh, we have a lot of stuff happening there. Um, we do have a festival coming up, and I believe it is the twenty second. Um, it's the homecoming game, so it's Kill the Lights festival. There's going to be, I think, over forty craft breweries there represented. Uh, it's going to be huge. Just and I know tickets are on sale. I'm not sure if we sold out. We may have, but I'm not sure. But it's going to be a big deal. So it's going to be really exciting. Um, and I can't wait to work it. Honestly, it's fun. People I never thought it would web- be, but it's people fun. can go to the website and buy buy the tickets. Or how do they get a hold of tickets if they're still available? Uh, Zulbeer.com and go to the website. You can look at Instagram if you know follow us on Instagram. Um, I think there's Facebook. So there's a, there's a lot of different ways to, to contact. Perfect. It's time for that list now of official visitors. We're talking Cruton. Talking Cruton. Am I right or am I right or am I right? Who's on Tennessee's board? The names you need to know exclusively on Off the Hook Sports with Dave Hooker. 
Well, one of the nation's top defensive prospects in the 2024 class is ready uh, to check out the Vols five-star edge rusher Jonathan Eccles out of IMG Academy in Bradenton, Florida, posted uh, Wednesday night on his Twitter account that he scheduled to visit the Vols this weekend. That's news. Uh, it was already a big weekend before him, but that's very significant. And I know they lost out on Carnell Tate, but being involved with IMG is a good thing. Tennessee so who's here is who is scheduled to come in this is what I would call the Nico weekend quite frankly because he is recruiting for Tennessee based off people I talk to unlike anyone else uh, that I that I have seen before um, I'm trying to think of an exception uh, and I'm sure they've been out there but with social media more that's what he's doing so Nico Iamo Leava will be in town i'm getting better um along with uh francis mcgow from img academy and uh, ethan davis from collins hill uh but let's, let's go back to francis uh he's a five-star offensive tackle that'd be huge ethan davis is a four-star uh, tight end from sewanee georgia that would uh, obviously be a big Pickup is uh, Princeton Fant and our guy Jacob Warren getting a little up there in age. Hunter Osborne out of Trustville, Alabama is a defensive lineman. Four-star. We'll have more of a breakdown on these guys on offthehooksports.com later in the day. But also a Jordan Matthews cornerback uh, out of Baton Rouge. Um, be interesting to see if Tennessee can pull that type of prospect out of Louisiana. I've always argued that Louisiana is the toughest state to pull a prospect from if LSU wants you. Uh, that includes Alabama and, and Florida for a number of reasons that we can get into at another time. Jeremiah Cobb, uh, Montgomery Prep, a running back, a four-star prospect is scheduled to be in town. Jakeem Jackson, four-star out of Kissimmee, Florida. Uh, Shemarod Umarov uh, out of uh, Denmark. But he's also uh, out of Alpharetta, Georgia. And then Christian Conyer, South Warren out of Bowling Green. He's an athlete, three-star. We get to some more three-star kids. Uh, Nathan uh, Leacock is a wide receiver from North Carolina. John Slaughter, a safety from South Haven, Mississippi. We have Jeremiah Tellender from Gainesville, Georgia. Uh, a linebacker, Tyree Weatherby, the linebacker from New Manchester in Douglasville, Georgia. So... Um, yeah, quite, quite a group. And then coming in tomorrow, I guess he couldn't catch the flight to Marion Parker, the defensive lineman from, uh, Phoenix city, Alabama. Out of that group, I'm curious, Ethan, which, what are some that stand out to you other than maybe, I mean, the obvious ones would be Nico. The obvious would be Francis McGow. Um, you know, they're both five-star guys. And, you know, then you got Ethan Davis that's coming in as a four-star. Hunter Osborne's a four-star. Uh, Matthews, four. Cobb, four. Uh, Jackson, four. Uh, Umarov, four. So out of those guys or maybe even some of the three-star guys, who stands out to you as, you know, either could fall this weekend, A, or B, uh, is a guy that maybe is a little underrated. I have a few notes before I start. Um, one, it's Francis Maui Goa, not Malgoa. Um, also, Ethan Davis is already committed. He committed a, a while ago. I just wanted to, to clear that up because you said yeah, he hadn't committed yet. Ethan Davis has committed. 
Um, and then Tamarian Parker just committed to Penn State. Um, he said the other day he will be canceling his official visit, so he will not be on campus, I guess, tomorrow or Saturday. Tamarian Parker won't. Um, he's already committed. Um, with Ethan, from- yeah, with, with sorry, with, with Ethan, um, I, yeah, I, I know he's committed. He, he had been committed for quite some time. But um, so if I misspoke, I, I apologize for that. But with uh, Ethan Davis, from what you've heard about him in particular, do, do you see him as a step up athletically? Not knocking Jacob Warner, Prince of Pan, but a four star guy. Let's face it. I mean, that's high rated than both those guys coming out of coming out of school. And then and then continue. My apologies for interrupting. Oh, no, no, you're fine. I, I would. To answer your question, I would say absolutely he is. He's a force. I think we talked about it a little bit yesterday. He's a guy probably not going to be a Kyle Pitts at Florida, but something similar. He's he's an athletic, you know, he's, he's a force. A guy that's, you know, six foot five, two twenty one, really good hands. Speed is the thing that, uh, to me, kind of jumps out at him from watching a little bit of highlights. Uh, you know, not that much, obviously. You, you told me who jumped out at me earlier, and I've said this for a while now. Jeremiah Cobb is the guy, simply because I think Tennessee needs that elite running back in that cl- in this class, obviously. Getting Will Stallings from Bishop Gorman in Nevada a little bit ago. But he's more of a bruiser back. You need a guy, speedy, a dude like Alvin Kamara. You're not going to get an Alvin Kamara because he's one of one, but a guy like him, a guy like Jalen Hurd. Speed back that still has some power that can – you know, get you the seven, six-yard carries on first down that, that Hypel loves to do on first down. Um, but guys like that, guys like Hunter Osborne is, is an interest to me, four-star guy. Obviously, Francis Maligoa, the five-star, always good to have more people in the trenches, especially considering Maligoa is one of the top offensive linemen, I believe, in the country. I think he's the number one offensive tackle in the, in the country. I think number three if I'm not mistaken, number three player in the state of Florida. So a lot of top-tier guys coming, and that's the reason Nico, Ethan Davis, all these guys that have already been signed, not signed, but already committed to Tennessee are there. They're going to be right alongside Heifel and right alongside everybody else, other position coaches, trying to get them to come to Tennessee and just strengthen an already strong class. It's a good mix because you have two or three commitments in with the class. And Amanda... I know this might surprise a lot of people, but the upperclassmen who are supposed to be recruiting don't really do it that much. It's mostly left to the younger guys. I mean, and that's at every school across the board. I mean, Bryce Young is not showing a 17-year-old kid around campus. He's got other things to do. I mean, so it's good to have guys like Nico and Ethan that are already committed because they're gonna they're gonna handle the hard sell. The other, the younger guys who are assigned to these players, I'm talking around sophomores, obviously not freshmen, but sophomores and juniors and some of those guys, they're gonna be able to give the feel for Hypel. So t- Tennessee's spun together a, a pretty good recruiting pitch type of weekend here. You also want to remember that. The players who are the juniors or the seniors, the upperclassmen, these kids aren't going to be able to relate to them as much because they won't be playing with them. The people they'll be playing with are going to be your freshmen and your sophomores, and those are the people who are going to be excited about the future. The ones who are juniors and seniors, the older ones, they're they're planning for their next 
step or either it's a career or it's NFL um, or what have you, they're planning for what's coming up. And they're not really focused on the, the recruiting side of things. Well, but you have like Nico, who is so excited to be at UT. That's who I would want to put with, you know, other recruits or people who are freshmen, sophomore. I'd put those because you'll be playing with those people. You won't be playing with your juniors and your seniors more than more than likely. No doubt. I uh, totally agree with that. And, you know, I think that uh, Tennessee's players will be able to, with integrity, say that this is a good coaching staff and this is a coaching staff that cares about their players. I think that there were times that wasn't the case previously. So, Speaking of integrity, car shopping made easy. Biles Automotive, you can go to Biles Automotive. It's their mission to be the automotive home of drivers in the Knoxville area, a vast selection of used vehicles, exceptional car care and customer service with a smile. Their local dealership keeps a great stock of used cars, trucks, and SUVs right there. They do financing and they do service work. So you can get your car serviced at Biles Automotive, whatever you need. Check them out. Biles Automotive on Callahan is phenomenal. They will take care of you. I know the way they're based and with integrity and honest. And, you know, you don't see that a lot of times nowadays. So uh, definitely check out Biles Automotive. So guys, I did want to um, get to kind of a little bit of a, a sad note real quick. You talk about... Um, I think one of the more underrated broadcasters um, to, to me was Tony Saragusa. I loved what they did with him down on the sideline and being goofy and stuff. And he was on that Daryl Johnston uh, group that had like the fourth best game. So it was a blowout. Well, Saragusa passes away at 55 years old, way too early. And uh, I, I think, that to some extent that was a little bit of a taste way, way, way above the curve of a broadcasting of the, the Manning cast and what we're going to see. You know, he was, he, he knew that the games were going to be blowouts a lot of the times because they had the fourth best game and he made it entertaining. And, and really at the, at the end of the day, when we have all this information, including us, uh, thrown at the consumer, Amanda, you, you know a lot of what the play-by-play -play guy is saying. Now, there are good analysts, but there are times like the Manning cast and it's good just to be entertained. Yeah. I think one of the best, uh, one of the best people on air right now, and I hated him as a quarterback, hated him, hated him, hated him, hated him. What is, he just completely... His name just completely flew out. Dallas Cowboys. Tony Romo. Boy, Here we go. Oh, Tony Romo. No, Tony Romo. One of the best broadcasters now. But I think he brings that, like, offensive mind and that technical, like, the technical stuff. But he's also very entertaining. I like him a lot. I know that's completely off, but. Well, no, no. I like great. Tony Romo. I think he's good. I think John Madden broke it down the best. I mean, the goal is to be able to appeal to the eight-year-old kid who's watching a game, the 16-year-old kid who's watching a game, the 25-year-old man who's watching the game, and the 45-year-old man who's who's watching the game, or, or female, sorry, um, people. I think that is ultimately the goal. 
and he was able to do that. John Madden was, and that's why he became a legend. Everybody learns a little something. Everybody's entertained. So coming up, we're going to visit with uh, Greg Biggins. That'll be a lot of fun. Check out our friend Steve Ray at Midnight Oil. Midnight Oil will take care of all of your car service needs, a proud Michelin distributor. And don't forget right next door is Owl's Nest Barbecue, the home for all your barbecue supplies. You'll hear more about them. We'll be back in two minutes with Greg Biggins. Stay tuned. This is Off Dog Sports. To own the more that owns every job, then get to Vasti Lawn and Garden in Cleveland and get you a Toro. I'm David Vasti, here to talk to you about Toro. With a Toro Zero Turn, you'll get more out of every minute and you'll reach the finish line faster. At Bassey's, we like to say, no matter if you're mowing three acres a week or 11 lawns a day, homeowners and business owners alike find confidence in equipment they can trust from top to bottom. Bassey Lawn and Garden, Highway 60 North in Cleveland. Man alive, it's worth the drive. Hi, Mike Davis here with City Heating and Air, reminding you to always dare to compare. Our team provides quality local heating and air service, installation, and maintenance across East Tennessee. We use only the best equipment like American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning for your residential, new construction, or commercial needs. Honesty, dependability, and customer satisfaction have been the cornerstones of our business since 1961. City Heat and Air. Dare to compare. This is Al's Nest Barbecue Supply, so come on in and see all the different rubs and sauces we have, plus a complete line of Green Mountain Grills. Don't be overwhelmed, we have plenty of help so you can produce the best barbecue in a maze for your family and friends. Barbecue is America's food, and we'll do what we can to bring you all the best products. We're Al's Nest Barbecue, but Chattanooga goes to grill. Guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back. As I promised, joined by a very special guest. It is Greg Biggins of 24-7 Sports. And he knows Nico like nobody else. And I am going to say his last name here momentarily. But I am nervous in front of Greg. I'll be honest with you. I have... 
I have stage fright, but I'm I'm going to give it a shot, and I've gotten better. But Greg, first of all, uh, how are you, sir? And kudos to the coverage on Anika. Thank you. You know what? Honestly, his last name is not that hard if you just put a little pause in it. It's Ia Maliava, and then just kind of speed it up. Ia Maliava. Ia Maliava. So just slow it down and then speed it up. So it's Ia Maliava. Ia Maliava. You go. No joke. I did that the whole way home coming back from the gym to interview you. <laughs> uh, in slow motion. Ia, Maliava. There you Ia, go. Mal- I was doing it to myself. Uh, there's probably people that think I'm crazy in my car. Well, what's that guy doing talking to himself? Yeah. But, yeah. Um, but well, we, anyway. We got, we got DJ Uwe. I'm going to lay out here. So, Southern California. We got all kinds of names that we got to rehearse before we get them right. So you're not alone trying to rehearse those names. Oh, I'm, I'm working it. I'm working it. Um so uh, let me ask you about Nico's uh, in, entire recruitment. I want to kind of start there because I haven't had a chance to speak to you in a, a long, long time. But just kind of the battle that went on for him. And what do you think Tennessee did? You know, we could throw out NIL money, but and I'm sure that was a factor. But what do you think Tennessee did that separated themselves from the pack? Yeah, I mean, honestly, I hate talking NIL. Um, I think it I think it does a disservice to the kid and the family. The reality Agreed. is they left Tennessee, but if, you know, you can go back. Kid was kind of, you know, born and raised in a, in a USC family. Um, you know, that's kind of coming into high school. A lot of people in his family uh, were USC guys. And so if there was an, a leader as an eighth grader, it probably would have been the local USC team. And um, when it came down to it, though, you know, it probably came down to the, the final list of the schools. Uh, you know, Alabama looked like they were in a pretty solid spot. I would say sophomore, junior year-ish. He took a visit there and loved it. Ohio State was a school he visited and loved. But the final two were probably Oregon and Tennessee. There was a time when we all thought Oregon, right? I think – I'm not sure I had a crystal ball prediction. I'm not a huge fan of crystal balls, but I think I might have had one in for Oregon. But he took multiple trips to Tennessee, and, and he really loved it there. Man, just the, the fan support, the passionate fan base. But Josh Heupel, the offense, the quarterback development – um, you know, Joey's the quarterback coach. All, all those things were kind of big factors. Opportunity to come in and play early. Uh, again, people will say NIL. And, you know, let's be honest, he, he could have gotten NIL, you know, money anywhere he wanted to go. And you could see, yeah, Tennessee it was different level of, of NIL. But, you know, just not even talking about that. I think he loved the, you know, the opportunity to come and play for a head coach who's a quarterback and in an offensive system that he thought he could flourish in with, with plenty of receiver talent. And um, so I think it was all those things. And again, I can't stress this enough, man, on his trips that the fan support, the basketball game, the chant, his name, I mean, he kind of came away from that visit. You know, his mom was in tears, you know, and obviously, you know, wow. mom play a big role when it comes to recruiting, right? Obviously, dad played a huge role, too. But mom being able to kind of see and be a part of that, I think all that perfect storm that really helped the Bulls to, to land him eventually. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious, too, with this. Southern California, I know they hate being called Southern Cal, so I won't do that. But um, with the Trojans, I mean, everything's shiny, new, and pretty there with Lincoln Riley. Did did they just never get a quick enough foothold or kind of what happened there if he was born and raised a USC fan? So, no. So what happened was, obviously, there was a coaching change. Lincoln Riley right. came in, and, and Malachi Nelson was already committed to Lincoln Riley at Oklahoma. So uh, once Lincoln – came over to USC, it was a no-brainer that Malachi would follow. I mean, again, USC was Malachi Nelson's childhood favorite school, too. You know, it was it was, uh, it was was tough for him to leave home to go to Oklahoma to play for Lincoln. So when Lincoln came to USC, I mean, for him, it was, the, it was the best of both worlds. It was playing for his dream school, for his dream head coach. So, you know, once he committed to USC, USC is out of the equation. 
that kind of opened the door for other schools. You know, UCLA was was sort of an option for Nico for a little bit, um, but obviously when it came down to it, you know, it, it's probably Oregon, uh, Tennessee. Like I said, you know, Alabama was in the mix a little bit for a while there, and but uh, it mostly came down to the Ducks and the Bulls. Well, and when you talk about recruiting nowadays, I remember a guy named Brandon Stewart who started a lot of games. He came in the same class as a guy named Peyton Manning. Hmm. So they weren't really aware of it. And that they were, well, I think Peyton was aware that he was coming, but they weren't aware of each other. And I think that uh, in social media nowadays, man, that's just not going to fly. You're going to know who's who's headed to USC. So the Trojan door was closed pretty much with the Lincoln Raleigh movement. And that was it. Did they make any attempt? No, no. I mean, I think nowadays, you know, it's rare to see back-to-back elite quarterbacks, you know, in, yeah. in one class in the following class. So it's even more rare to see two in the same class. It's funny, USC kind of got raked over the coals when both Bryce Young and DJ Uyunglele both left home saying, hey, why didn't they recruit DJ? Well, because they had Bryce committed. Well, why didn't they still recruit DJ? Because elite quarterbacks don't go to a school uh, with the assumption of there's another elite guy coming in in, in the same class. So uh, you know, I, I think when obviously Bryce flipped to Bama, you know, DJ was already pretty, pretty far along with Clemson. So I think USC fans, you know, once they got Malachi, I, I think they realized that, hey, this is our guy. We're not going to bring in another elite kid. And, and those two guys aren't going to want to play, you know, on the same team and compete anyway. And, and the way it works, you know, if you are a quarterback, you want to know that you're that school, that head coach at OC. You want to know that they're, you're their guy, right? If you have even a, a little inkling that you like someone else better than you, you're going to go somewhere else because quarterback is such a unique position. Well, you, you got to really trust that head coach that, okay, when I come in, like it's, it's going to be, you know, my opportunity. I'm going to be the first guy to get the opportunities. Um, nowadays, you really even see guys want to redshirt. They want to come in and play right now. I know, you know, Nico wants to come into Tennessee. He, he's feel like he's going to be ready to go play as a, as a true freshman. So he'll be an early grad and whether that's, you know, true or not right or wrong. I think that's the feeling for a lot of quarterbacks. So, Long-winded way of saying USC was never going to be able to prioritize two elite quarterbacks. Malachi was their guy, and obviously Nico ended up at a place he was very happy with. As far as Nico and how he's wired, uh, I want to get your take on this. And I'm I'm not knocking your area of the country. I'd love to live in San Diego one day. However, Mm -hmm. there is an intensity, I think you would agree, that comes with SEC football. Mm -hmm. So why is Nico equipped? upstairs yeah. to handle that and then we'll talk about his physical traits but why is he equipped upstairs to be able to handle that yeah no so i have no issue saying football is different in the south right like in southern okay. california you know no i all my years of traveling you know we talked off air you know my back in my student sports nike camp days I, i've been around for you know that was my job for 15 years just traveling and they're just built a little different wired, wired a little differently in the south the kids just a little more hungry a little more edge in their game a little more passionate fan bases I think bring out a little more toughness in the kids out there so um you know hopefully I'm not gonna get too you know ripped by local people for me saying that but I think NFL draft shows that you know best talent is in the south uh you know Nico you know I'll use the word he he is an absolute dog he is a dog has an alpha dog mentality he is a tough tough kid and and the thing that I love about him is he wasn't one of those guys you know quarterback is kind of a pretty boy position but that that wasn't him you know he wasn't raised you know with a quarterback coach out of the womb, you know, he had to work and grind and, and, you know, he was actually a volleyball player first people in the South might say volleyball. That's not, you know, a tough sport, but I mean, Nico's a high level athlete, a highly competitive kid. And when you watch him play, he he's, like I said, he just competes at a different level for me. That's why for me, talk, talk. I love Arch Manning. 
I like Dante Moore, Malachi Nelson, but I think the guy with the highest ceiling is Nico for that reason of every box that you can want in a quarterback. Forget physical, but he's a highly competitive kid. He loves to work. Um, great leader, great teammate, just a guy who um, you won't find someone who a little bit of a chip on his shoulder, right? Even though he, you know, he's rated now by everybody as a top 10 guy. There was a time when, you know, he wasn't even a lot of people's top 10, top 100 player nationally. And I think he, that kind of drove him. So, you know, he's not a soft kid at all. He's a highly competitive kid, plays with toughness. Again, you watch him play pocket guy that can move around when he's out there scrambling, man, he's not looking to slide or, or run out of bounds. I mean, he's looking to run somebody over, man. He's a family comes from a family of like eight or nine kids. And, you know, typically, you know, when you have a big, a big family like that, it kind of breeds a little bit of toughness. And also, you know, again, Polynesians just have a little bit of toughness to them as well, right? My whole family is from, from Hawaii, you know, so I can speak on that. You know, you, you come from a Polynesian family. You, you have a different level of work ethic, a little different level of toughness to you. And, and I think that's why I think he's going to go there. And I think he should be really successful. I will endorse that as well. My cousin lived in Hawaii, and he <laughs> said that there's nobody tougher. And I was like, that's interesting. I learned something. So I'm never going to mess with, with Greg for sure. Don't mess with those. Yeah. I mean, you go to Hawaii and it's felt like, you know, when I was growing up, we played wiffle ball, right. Or, or, or flag football in the streets. They, they fight. Like that's, that's, you walk, you can't drive down the street and you'll see two guys like literally boxing <clears> and that's their wiffle ball is, is those guys, you know, my favorite, you know, and you know, UFC fighters, Max Holloway and like those Hawaiians, they just, you know, they have a little bit of a different edge to them. So I, I personally love it. I think it's cool. And like I said, Nico kind of has that edge to him as well. Yeah, uh, uh, pretty cool. And it's not his job to start recruiting for Tennessee, but a lot of times quarterbacks highly rated will do that. Do you you think he's active in, in that regard? Is that something that he wants to do? And if so, who are some of the names? Because you're already shaking your head. Yeah, no, I mean, every kid you talk to, you know, I just talked to Francis Maui Goa a couple of days ago. And, like, you know, I say, hey, who's recruiting you the hardest? I mean, Nico is the guy that's recruiting him the hardest from, from Tennessee. You know, he's, he loves that responsibility. It was one of the reasons why he wanted to lock in his commitment so early. It wasn't just to lock his spot in. It. He said he wanted to start building that class. And so you talk to any Tennessee recruit, you know, Ethan Davis, anyone, and they're going to tell you, yeah, they're in frequent talks with Nico. Um, you know, he – you can't find a more active recruiter. Like you said, it's got use of the quarterback is like the headliner and he's kind of kind of like your, your main guy in charge of trying to help build that class. And he takes that role, Nico, very seriously. And he's done a phenomenal job of being really active in that. Could it, we, we've seen Tennessee before go out there with the Casey Clausens of the world and then up in Oregon with the Eric Angels of the world. And um, I could even go Arizona with Arian Foster. We've seen Tennessee have great success in, in yeah. that state. Um, how is how is Tennessee viewed? Do you think right now, as as they transition into hopefully for for Tennessee more success? Yeah, no, Tennessee has a lot of buzz right now. I think um, obviously a lot of it is is from Nico. Um, you know, Casey Clawson. You know, he's actually a, a buddy. I covered him. He was one of the first Elite Eleven quarterbacks. He might have actually even been that first Elite Eleven class, um, going way 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 back. And so. But these kids come up now, they don't know who Casey Clawson is, right? Unless he, he's a head coach out here and they know him from that. But I don't know if people would say, oh, yeah, Casey Clawson, Tennessee. But they do know Peyton Manning, right? That's that's a very recognizable name out here or, or anywhere else. So I think the Tennessee brand is big. And I, I think the SEC brand is big. And I think people out here, there's always been the belief in, in, in you know, parts of the country are more geared towards staying close to home. You see kids in Texas, they want to stay close to home, right? Kids in the South want to stay in the South. Kids out West have no issue leaving. 
you know, Clemson's coming out here. Ohio State, Notre Dame has always recruited out here really well. I mentioned the Texas schools. Oklahoma was getting guys. Uh, Florida State's got guys. So kids out here in Southern California, uh, they will lead because they see, again, pains me to say, but, you know, Pac-12 football, a little bit down right now, right? You watch the NFL draft, and it's filled with guys in the SEC. You watch the college football playoff. You don't see a whole lot of Pac-12 teams right now in the college football playoff, but what you do see is a lot of SEC programs, NFL draft. Again, you see it. So I think kids feel like that big stage right now is SEC football. And, yeah, Tennessee might not be up there with, you know, an Alabama, um, Big Ten, you have Ohio State. But I think it's still a very recognizable brand. And, again, I think with Nico, I think it's become, um, you know, I, I don't want to over-exaggerate and say it's a, it's a destination location, but I think people are definitely intrigued by what Tennessee has to has to offer. And they're definitely going to listen right now when Tennessee calls. It's great stuff. Um, lastly, so, you, you know, you know, Case, so – does he have a nickname in California like he had in Knoxville? Nico? No, no, no. Casey Clawson. Sorry, Case. Oh. I call him Case. Yeah. Um, I didn't know we're off Casey. Uh what, what was his I got what was his Tennessee nickname? Well, let's just say he should get royalties off the new Top Gun movie. Wait, everybody and everybody from Tennessee called him Iceman oh, because he had the spiked hair. Okay, and he was Iceman. No, he's no longer Iceman. He now is uh, you know, he's Mr. Clean. Him and his brother Ricky, um, both coach at Alamany, you know, Ricky's the OC case, the head coach. Yeah. He will probably laugh out loud if I call him ice man. I don't think he's been that for a long time. So no, they, people just know him as Casey Clausen now. I promise if you go up to him and call him ice man, he will be stunned. Cause he's like, nobody except for Tennessee fans call me that. I'm, so I'm gonna he... text him as soon as we're done, I'm going to text and say, Hey, what's up ice man. How we doing over there? See what he says. That's awesome. <laughs> Talk to me, guys. All right, Greg, great stuff. How do we follow your work? Because it's awesome. Yeah, no, I'm just, I'm easy. Just at, at Greg Biggins on Twitter. Um, you know, that's that's where we tag most of our stuff and, and post it. Obviously, the site's 247sports.com. And um, I'm not much of an Instagrammer, so it's mostly Twitter is where you're going to find my stuff. Yeah, and there's the ticky-talky that I'm trying yeah. to get used to. But yeah, uh, I'm not a either, so... He's Craig Biggins. I'm Dave Hooker. We'll talk to you on uh, Friday. This is a presentation of Off the Hooks. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply.